is how I do right now Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day When I felt the way that I do right Hello. now Hello, welcome to You Are Being Unreasonable, the podcast about people being unreasonable on, usually, mumsnet.com. But today... We've got an off-week special again! Yeah! It's Grandsnet! Grandsnet, we home did a, of the lovely Grands! We did a Grandsnet once before and it was charming! Oh, we love Grandsnet! Yeah, so with the days drawing in, we thought we'd curl up with the Grands, get some cocoa and catch up with them. What is cosier than a gran? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Good question. Cosy as a gran. We're going to do a quick speed round. Am I being unreasonable by refusing to get a mobile phone? No, you can do fine with a landline. Am I being unreasonable? I probably am being a bit unreasonable. Oh, <laughs> self-awareness. Am I being unreasonable to think that the appalling behaviour in Parliament is reflecting the general mood when it should be trying to set an example to improve relations with each other? What a good gran. <laughs> what a lovely gran. What a good and articulate gran. With that, let's do the first thread, shall we? Am I being unreasonable? Bad language. I've just come to bed early, leaving the other half watching The Dublin Murders. He said it had a good write-up. How many horrible phrases and unpleasant words were in the first ten minutes? I kept going till about halfway, but really, do we have to listen to that? Well, the answer is no. <laughs> we don't have to. We can switch off or leave the room. Am I being unreasonable? That poor gran. Do we have to? No, we don't. No, I can leave the room. Or switch it off. Husband, I'm going to bed. Something... I don't have to listen to this. <laughs> Something that I'm mindful of is that Grandsnet is for grands, but to be a grand, you wouldn't need to be that old. True. <laughs> like, your parents are grandparents. Yeah. So, in my mind, all these people are like 93, but it's entirely possible that this person is in their 50s. Yeah, and he's just upset about the bad, bad language on the Dublin murders. <laughs> Do we have to listen to that? No. <laughs> <laughs> fecking this and fecking that. <laughs> Someone said, it was really good. I can't say I noticed the bad language. It must have just rolled off me. You are being just a bit unreasonable. Like, if this was mums that people would be like, you're so unreasonable, were they supposed to tone it down? It's not for babies. Oh, I didn't know that they were the wiggles now. <laughs> Whereas on this, they're like, it's actually very good. And you are being a little bit unreasonable, if I think. If you get past the language, it's really a very good narrative. <laughs> uh, Mark Kermode's review on the Wittertainment podcast of yeah. The Good Liar with... Dame Helen Mirren and Sir Ian McKellen yeah. was a negative review, but he said that Ian McKellen often uses the worst word that you can use. So, despite this bad, bad film, I'm quite tempted to see it because I want to see Ian McKellen <laughs> using the bad, bad word. <laughs> can you imagine? Charming Sir Ian McKellen. I imagine that it would sound like a different word with a different <laughs> meaning. Yeah. Coming out of his voice. Yeah, I ju- I, I'm tempted to see it. Yeah. But I imagine sooner or later someone will make an edit where it's just every instance of Ian McKellen saying that word. Yeah. <laughs> and we can just watch that. <laughs> Does he specify what the worst word that you can say is? Because I have just realised I'm assuming one word, which is a swear, but actually it's probably the worst word. It's probably a different word, which is a slur. Uh, it's not the slur. <laughs> From context, okay. I'm assuming it's the worst word. Yeah, so if it's the swear, then definitely, like... Yeah, I think it's funny that we've definitely used the word on other podcasts, but here, in the presence of the grands, it doesn't feel right. Oh yeah, I use that word to describe everyone. <laughs> Out of respect for the grands, we're not going to use it. No. But you know what we mean. We all know what we mean. The Like, lots of people have said that they 
didn't notice the uh, the bad language. Someone said, I don't like bad language either, but if it's relevant to the story, I will put up with it. I've recorded the programme to watch with my other half. Now I've been warned what to expect. I'll not be shocked. <laughs> Which is... Well, yeah. <laughs> very sweet. And That's then, what you need. You can steal yourself for it. Like with ratings. Like with BBFC ratings. Yeah. And then the original poster came back and said, that's interesting. I must have a low threshold. I did wonder if it was just me, because I've noticed that they made more series, so it must be popular. I suppose it's a personal choice, really. I used to switch off Steptoe and Son because it was unpleasant, and that was mild by today's standards. I bet it was crap. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I hope she doesn't think that crap is a terrible word. Yeah, this podcast is... We've just lost a load of grants. Oh no! They've switched off. But most of these brands don't mind the bad language if they think the content is good. So hopefully we're keeping them with yeah. our great content. <laughs> Someone else has said, My ex taught me about swearing. He used to call me lazy, selfish, ugly, but he never swore. It really intimidated me and ground me down. Billy Connolly swears all the time, but he is never offensive. I'm glad swearing is becoming more mainstream. <laughs> yeah, fucking A. Oh, dearie me. Right. <laughs> Should we move on? Am I being unreasonable? Pineapple pies. I'm feeling nostalgic. Help needed. I was thinking about some lovely pastry and a cake with a pineapple top and or possibly jam. We had those when I was home. I remember getting them at home when I was young. They were lovely. I have no idea when I last had one. Has anyone seen them in recent years? Ah. So cute. Everything on here is just charming. Mary Berry must have a recipe for a pineapple pie. Oh, I would imagine so. She, yeah. I know the kind of pies this person means, because we used to have those cakes when I was a boy, growing up in North. These, these pineapple cakes with the pineapple on top, like a full pineapple ring. Oh. Or many pineapple rings. I remember. What you're describing sounds like pineapple uh, pineapple upside down cake. Is it like a sponge? I think it is what I'm with... describing. A sponge with pineapple rings, sort of. Embedded in. Yeah, layered on top. Yeah. Baked in. Yeah. But this description mentions pastry, and then someone's posted a picture of something different. And it is about a pie, and a pie is different from a cake, as we know. I think it would be remiss of us to assume that a gran wouldn't know the difference between a pie and a cake. A gran knows the difference between a pie and a cake. That's the thing, when your first grandchild is born, no matter what your interests have been up until that point, (laughs) you're furnished with the knowledge of what is a pie and what is a cake. They send you the manual in the mail, and that's chapter one. Yeah. Apparently they're easy to get in the west of Scotland. <laughs> oh, there you go. You also get raspberry ones. Great. Sweet. Now people are just reminiscing. Oh, oh, so cute. Leon's used to make a pineapple tart in a little cardboard box. Other flavours too. I had them for my school pack lunch in the 50s. Love the pineapple one best. Haven't seen them for decades. Oh, what happened to the pineapple ones? Oh... Yeah, and then there's just a lot of pictures of them. There's a general election coming up. Don't vote for the toys. Yeah. And I think that parties could, you know, make some headway with the uh, older people by promising to bring back these pineapple pies. Yeah. If but... Jeremy Corbyn came out of his allotment tomorrow with a load of pineapples and said, I've made pies for everyone who votes Labour. He does make jam. That's the thing we know to be true about Jeremy Corbyn. He, he does. makes jam. And also, didn't he go on Mum's Net for an Ask Anything and someone was like, what's your favourite biscuit? And he was like, I don't really like biscuits. And they were like, oh, you're such a boring cunt. (laughs) (laughs) There's the word. (laughs) Because that's what happens on Mum's Net. (laughs) Yeah. Not appropriate for Grand's Net, but in terms of Mum's Net, fine. Very Uh, standard. If he brought out some pineapple pies, 
and said, these are for anyone who votes Labour, we'll be, we'll be sweeping in to defeat the Tories. And these seem like the sort of honest people who would say, no, I'm not going to vote Labour, so I won't take a pie. Yeah. And then you know which people to really target. Yeah. Well, it's, you're you like, know. okay, the pie hasn't won you round, but can we talk about the policies? Yeah, where well, some bloody Tories would take a pie and then vote Tory. Yeah. Because they're two-faced charlatans who can't be trusted to run the country, don't vote Tory. And mum's letters. People on mum's net would lie to get a pie, but people on grand's net sort people of People on grand's net would never lie to get a pie. No. Good people. Yeah. Should we do another thread? Am I being unreasonable? Friend book surprise concert. Don't want to go. Best and oldest friend has special anniversary soon. Has booked meal in a nice hotel for ten of us. Also booked a tribute concert. Can't say which one in case I'm recognised, but it's very loud. We went with them last year. The way we were asked, we couldn't say no. And I got through it with earplugs. My husband did not enjoy. Last time we visited, she told me so that I would know to bring earplugs. It's going to be a surprise for the others. I would be interested in hearing views. I'm not looking forward to this. I prefer to give her the cost and not go. It's so awkward. I would never book something that might not be someone's taste. I know she means well. She is a very kind person. So your grandfriend has booked you tickets to death metal. Yeah, that's what I'm picturing. It's like Metallica. Yeah, but a tribute act for Metallica. Yeah, tribute Metallica. Yeah. I mean, I would be down for seeing 10 grands at a tribute Metallica, but the thing that I need to keep reminding myself is that grands aren't necessarily 93. <laughs> <laughs> no. So. No, it's true. Grands were probably into Metallica. Yeah, the like grands are more... Metallica were more relevant. Yeah, it makes more sense for a grand to be into Metallica than a teenager, for example. Yeah, that's true. So... Enter Sandman, enter Grandman. If you were, I don't know, let's say if you were in your 20s when Green Day first got big and you had a kid young and then yeah. they had a kid young, you could be going to a Green Day tribute act and be a gran. Yeah. And like you wouldn't have had to have had your kid super young, just like youngish for what's become the norm. Yeah. Wake me up when it's time for tea. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the uh, the grand's net massive. They're going to see Blue Day. <laughs> And one of them is taking earplugs because she does not want to go. No. Husband did not enjoy it. She would never book something that might not be to someone's taste. But then you'd never book anything, surely? Yeah, you got to take a punt on it. Maybe they'll like the Limp Biscuit concert. Yeah. I, yeah, the assertion that she would never book something that might not be to someone's taste suggests that she never books anything. So maybe she should reflect on the fact that at least her friend is trying to make an effort. Yeah, I think But it then was... she does say that she knows her friend means well because she is a very kind person. I think the important thing is to tell that to your friend. Just have a conversation about it, and I'm sure she'll understand and find someone else to go to the Metallic concert with. Well, it sounds like she's already booked ten tickets, so she might have exhausted all the people she can take. Oh, I'm sure she can scalp them. <laughs> what, like ticket touting outside? Yeah. A if gran I... at their special anniversary day out doing some ticket touting. <laughs> I would much rather buy dodgy tickets off a charming gran than, you know, a dodgy young man. I have not seen a young ticket tout in my life. Yeah, that's true. Ticket like, touts a are grandfather age. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'd rather buy it from a gran. Yeah, it's good to support older women. They have had a hard time, what with the moving retirement age. I can see why they've turned to ticket touting. Yeah, yeah so actually it turns out that she has told her that she wouldn't have enjoyed it without the earplugs 
but she wasn't able to go as far as saying even with the earplugs I didn't enjoy it and now she's backed herself into a corner no. which she's owned up to and said yeah it's, it's my own fault for not being up front the first time I just didn't see how this would ever come up again so it seemed easier <laughs> what are the odds yeah am I being unreasonable cold calls from funeral directors anyone think cold calling from funeral directors is wrong I know many people want to pre-play, uh, prepay and plan their funerals, but cold calling seems one step too far and could be very upsetting for some. They have no idea who they're calling and their personal circumstances. Hmm. You wouldn't think you'd have to cold call as a funeral director. Like, surely the business just comes to you. Yeah. Everyone's dying. Everyone dies. It's true, everyone does die. So just wait. But I suppose... If you're trying to get people to prepay, you want guaranteed income. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, it is a good idea to sort out your funeral plans in advance. Sure. So I am not a gran. No, that's. Nor of gran age. Yep. But I've planned my funeral. So I can see that it could be helpful to. It's different if you're selling the service. Yeah, I was going to say, have you made these plans because someone cold called you? Yeah. <laughs> well. Cooperative Funeral Care got me on the phone. Well, no, this seems very bad. Yes, I am interested in knowing about your low cost caskets. <laughs> How cheap can you go? How low can you go? Six feet under. Oh. <sighs> Let's hear from the grands. Someone says, oh, I think getting a call from them would send a shiver up my spine. Ooh. We get a lot of recorded cold calls now, and I always bar them, but somehow they keep on coming. No, I wouldn't want a recorded call. I wouldn't want a robot telling me I need to plan for my death, because that's the Terminator. That's the plot of the Terminator. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Have you planned your funeral? Oh, no. We can help you plan your funeral. Oh, why? Press one to plan your funeral. I can't. No. Press two to plan your funeral. (laughs) Press oh, no. three to plan your funeral. Please stop. Press four to plan your funeral. Oh. We can help you plan your funeral. Oh no. Press one for prices. Oh no. <laughs> Etc. But if I just happened to be at home and the landline rang and it was a recorded message about planning my funeral, I would be like, is the call coming from inside the room though? Yeah. <laughs> is it a very considerate killer? <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Good for the killer to think about the funeral. Yeah, like, it'll be hard enough for the people left behind when they find out that they were killed in cold blood in their own home. But it'd be good if they didn't have to worry about these these other things. If these cold calls are from serial killers, I'm against that. Yeah. I think code calling is bad. Serial killers is a business just like any other, but... <laughs> cold calling, no. Outrageous! It's quite bad enough watching some daytime TV channels, obviously meant for the elderly, with all the ads for equity release, funeral planning, life insurance, recliner chairs and cruises. Well, one of these things is not like the other. The cruise business must have really done some bad PR. (laughs) Cruise into the afterlife. Into the sunset. Sunset cruises. We take the ship out to international waters and sink it. Yeah, we're going on a Hades River cruise. Right down the sticks. Don't forget to tip the ferryman. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Hello. Hello, this is Hades River Cruises. Oh, no. Would you like to plan a Hades River Cruise? No. Our records indicate that you'll be participating in a Hades River Cruise in the next five to ten years. Please, no. You can prepay for your Hades River Cruise now. 
<laughs> Why are you showing me this spirit? <laughs> uh, and we'll just take the last comment that I'll read from this thread that I enjoyed is someone said, tell them to drop dead. There Which we I, go. I assume it's a joke because they're funeral directors, but that is brutal. <laughs> brutal from brutal the grands. Brutal grands. Thanks, grands. The grands have done it again. Those lovely grands. The lovely grands of grands, isn't it? It's always a pleasure, isn't it? It is. But normally we go into mum's net. Yeah. If you want to hear us go into mum's net, listen to You Are Being Unreasonable every other Thursday on this feed. Yeah, you don't need to sound quite so worn down by it, but... It's just... It's nice to take a little holiday to grands net once in a while, but we can't live here. It's a shame, isn't it? It's like when we go somewhere that's not London and I don't have to use an inhaler for a week. Yeah. (laughs) And then I come back and I'm like, well... Where are my inhalers? Yeah. It's just nice to be able to breathe once in a while. Yeah, it is. Well, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Grands. Thanks, Grands. Bye. Bye. Right now, right now, right now.